Good morning and welcome to Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I'm your host, Bad Donovan, with KSVU 90.1 FM in Concrete, Washington. And uh, it's going to be cloudy with a tapering off rain today. 71 and 51, 71 degrees high, 51 in the evening, 82% uh, humidity. Uh, Monday is going to be 73 and 49 with a morning shower. Tuesday, a little cooler, 67 and 50, rather cloudy and showers. And Wednesday and Thursday, low 70s, decreasing clouds and partly sunny. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday next week, all in the low to mid 70s. Can't beat that at all. Let's get started with our music, shall we? Here is Mr. Zoot Suit and Flying Neutrinos, Old Devil Moon by Frank Sinatra, and Everybody's on the Move by Basha, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Suddenly, something in your eyes I see Soon begins bewitching me 
stole from the skies It's that old devil moon in your eyes You and your glance make this romance Too hot to handle Stars in the night blazing their light Can't hold a candle Dazzle you Got me flying high and wide On a magic carpet ride Full of butterflies inside Wanna cry, wanna croon Wanna laugh like a loon
because she's a great singer. And uh, have you been on the move this weekend? And how was the rest of your weekend? Needing that uh, this is Sunday, meaning you have to go back to work tomorrow. I know, it's so depressing. It's another Monday coming, and I'll have to play the Carpenters. Rainy days and Mondays for you. I know, I'll be doing that soon. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into our uh, stories for you, because there are some great ones here. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning, not a place of living. And that's by Roy T. Bennett. And here is another great one. Be like the bluebird who is, who never is blue, for he knows from his upbringing what singing can do. And that's by Cole Porter over... 130 years ago he was born pretty cool huh let's get into this song here this song wasn't me well the songs of the whales this takes me back to star trek 4 the voyage home and the song of the humpbacked whale well endangered humpback whales how ironic gain new protections in the pacific ocean from the united states The U.S. administration has announced it will be officially protecting 116,000 square nautical miles of the Pacific Ocean as critical habitat for three populations of endangered humpbacked whales. Remember, Scotty? He said humpbacked. He goes, people? No, whales. (laughs) The final rule could begin to protect migrating whales from ship strikes, entanglement in fishing gear, and oil spills. The action was prompted by a 2018 legal victory by the Center for Biological Diversity and Wishtoyo Foundation and the Turtle Island Restoration Network. That's even making me tired, say it. Which sued over the federal failure to designate critical habitat as required by the Endangered Species Act. Pacific humpbacks finally got the habitat protection they've needed for so, so long. Now we need better protect the humpbacks from ship strikes and entanglement in fishing gear and the leading causes of death among them, said Catherine Kilduff, an attorney with the center in a statement to recover the West Coast populations of these playful, majestic whales. We need mandatory ship speed limits and conversion of California's deadly trap fisheries to ropeless gear. The Center for Biological Diversity also sued the federal government in January for failing to protect endangered whales from speeding ships using California ports. The organization is also co-sponsoring the California Whale Entanglement Prevention Act, Assembly Bill 534, which could and would require the state's commercial Dungeness crab and other trap fisheries to convert to ropeless gear, also known on-demand or pop-up buoy gear, by the end of 2025. Anyway, take a look at this article on goodnewsnetwork.org. There's more information there if you'd like to somehow get involved and uh, read up about it. Also, I encourage you to watch Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. That is really cool. And it's about humpbacked whales. Who, who knew, right? Anyway, here comes Nick Colleone and Be Yourself. 
and uh, this one is called Corcow, uh, Coracow Vagabundo by the group Belize Tunes and La Salsa and Me by Bernie Williams right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
That's a good song for you. This next story I'm going to read reminds me of my cousin Corky. And uh, the reason why, his actual name is Dennis. He's my mom's cousin, but you get the idea. He developed something, and um, I can't mention the name of it, but it was to help hangovers. And he did it with Korean red ginseng root, sea salt, and purified water. And it worked. Matter of fact, the Florida Police Department that he lived down in Fort Lauderdale tested it, and it actually worked. But I can't tell you the name. But don't worry about it. Um, he lost the formula. <laughs> so that's my cousin, Corky. He's in his 70s now, but you get the idea. <clears throat> he never worked a day in his life. This is called Eating This Vegetable May Prevent a Hangover, study suggests. And it reminds me of those ads. Eat this vegetable and you'll go ahead and have a great life. Yeah, well, this is true. This one here. Celebrating with alcohol may leave many suffering with the dreaded hangover. But according to a study published in the Journal of Food Science, the amino acids and minerals found in the extract of a specific vegetable may alleviate alcohol hangovers and protect the liver cells against toxins. Seeing that my late aunt passed away from liver cancer, not alcohol related. Researchers at the Institute of Medicine and Science at Jeju National University in South Korea analyzed the components of young asparagus shoots and leaves to compare their biochemical effects on human and rat liver cells. The amino acid and mineral contents were found to be much higher in the leaves than the shoots, said the lead researcher B.Y. Kim. Chronic alcohol causes oxidative stress on the liver as well as an unpleasant physical effects associated with a hangover. Cellular toxicites or toxicites were significantly alleviated in the response to treatment with the extracts of asparagus leaves and shoots, says Kim. These results provide evidence of how the biological functions of asparagus can help alleviate alcohol hangovers and protect liver cells. You can read more about this on thegoodnewsnetwork.org and eat your asparagus. Seriously, Dr. Pat tells you, eat your asparagus and your broccoli and your Brussels sprouts. And oh my gosh, my mom made me some great Brussels sprouts. She sautéed them with garlic and olive oil and a little onion and pepper and salt. And it was just incredible when I visited her. And then she made a carrot salad with red onion, garlic, olive oil, and cooked carrots that she made in the microwave to make them soft. It never tasted like carrots. It was incredible. That's my mom. <laughs> She's incredible. Here we go with Blake Aaron and and then I saw her and for Grover and George, uh, Bob Baldwin and All of Me by Bianca Morales on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, KSVU 90.1 FM.
Sharp and Jeffrey Osborne and Light of My Life. And after that, Bob Mamet and Green Street. And then Billy Holiday, Traveling Light, right here. Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. You turn the light all my life. You brought the sun with your smile.
They do not know what they will do in the next moment. Let us literally live from moment to moment. The real opportunity for success lies within the person and not the job. We'll see you next hour in just a few moments right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. And we're back with our second half of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. And I'm your host, Bad Donovan, on KSVU 90.1 FM. Let's get right into our music, shall we? Here comes Bobby Darren in a remastered version of I Found a New Baby. And then right after that, we have Rain Walkin' by Bobby Lyle. And then Bleecker Street by Boney James, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I found a new girl 
was uh, Boney James and uh, Bleecker Street, and uh, this is a good thing. I like that uh, sax player. He's a fantastic uh, musician. 95-year-old widowers who found love during COVID get married. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, with social distancing and limited face-to-face interaction, dating in the time of coronavirus has proved a challenge for everyone. But when Cupid's dart struck one spirited pair of non-agenarians, they refused to say no to love. When John Schultz, a widower twice over, met Joy Morrow Knowlton, who'd also lost two previous spouses, uh, he knew he was smitten and the feeling was mutual. Unfortunately, it seemed as if the pandemic was conspiring to keep the would-be lovers apart. While, excuse me, while it took some doing, the upstate New York couple continued to pursue their mutual attraction despite COVID-19 shelter-in-place protocols. She was worth it. It was a pain in the neck, though, John quipped to CBS's Steve Hartman during a segment of On the Road. Eventually, after receiving their vaccinations and with restrictions lifting, the pair was able to finally get back into the business of courtship. The more time they spent together, the stronger their bond grew. And being old-fashioned gentleman that he is, he finally proposed. And there it is, joy accepted when the couple wed in a recent ceremony, both the bride and groom were 95. So love continues as we get older. Isn't that a beautiful story? See, I like doing things like this. I like reading stories that are meaningful, that have positive influence in the world. And I try and stay away from the mainstream media and everything like that that is really causing us difficulty. This is what you need to start reading. Go to goodnewsnetwork.org. It's a nonprofit organization. And they have a ton of stuff that you can look at. Okay, let's get into our uh, uh, next set of music here. I'm yawning. It says, I Like the Way You Talk to Me by Lori Williams and Bob Baldwin. Close Your Eyes and Free Your Mind by Steve Cole. And Love in Paragraphs by Chris Standring. Right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
You know, as the incarceration rate falls, U.S. prisons are being repurposed into homeless shelters, farms, and yes, even movie studios. Believe it or not. Uh, no, this is not Ripley's. <laughs> so, U.S. prison populations are declining. That's a good thing, right? I mean, think about it. No more criminals, no more use for prisons, so to speak. Anyway, this is not only attributable to the easing of drug laws across the country, but also rising standards of living in previously poorer states. The gradual shuttering of prisons in the U.S. has also led to creativity boom in the form of redesigning old correctional facilities for other purposes. Associated Press reports that the inmate population in Connecticut has fallen about half from its peak of 20,000 in 08, and that while one former prison now locks up only important documents for banks and law firms, others remain empty but unused. Here are some of the few new uses for America's jails. Gainesville and Eloquia County, I think I said that wrong, has a new homeless shelter found within the converted Gainesville Correctional Institute. Shuttered due to budget costs, locals found the building ideal for converting it into a homeless shelter and got straight to work with planting trees and painting the walls bright colors and existing infrastructure like an industrial-sized kitchen and plumbing were already there, saving the organization thousands of dollars since 2009 grace marketplace has served three quarters of a million meals and 1500 residents rehoused and serviced more than 15,000 homeless in the area while reducing chronic homelessness by 38 percent while offering medical care financial mental health and domestic abuse services they also have a garden computer lab and host cooking classes and even yoga we're the only homeless shelter in the universe that improved the property values when we moved in. John DeCarmine, the executive director of Grace, told AP, there were adaptations that were required to make it something that worked, but overall, the benefits for the community and the people we serve have far outweighed any hassles of moving into a facility that had been used for different way previously also there's a garden and in 2020 gnn reported that the flipping of the north carolina correctional facilities in an area where at-risk youth and veterans were driving up crime rates to worrying levels in converting old prisons to year-round farming and education centers growing change solves several problems at once the program synergistically brings together young men on the edge of criminal justice system and jobless wounded veterans returning from deployment recruiting the discipline and leadership skills of the latter to teach and guide the former growing change creates an environment whereby at-risk youth who need to fulfill long hours of community service can learn life skills, sustainable farming practices, and animal husbandry with the opportunity to receive clinical therapy in an environment much more suited 
to young men. Meanwhile, the veterans work toward university degrees in environmental sciences and sustainable agriculture. Together, these individuals, young and old, who may have been on the fringes of society, work to rehabilitate abandoned brown fields, land that might have been contaminated and must be cleaned before future use, and to keep the prison property from decaying into dysfunction. That is fantastic. Fantastic stuff. This is what we need to do. Think about it, people. Really, I mean, look at all the great news that's out there today. We're missing all this because we're so enveloped in the politicalization or politicalization, whatever the word is, politicalization of what's going on in our world. You know, the right and the left and the red and the blue and the black and the brown and the green and the Klingons and the Romulans and you know how it goes. We just need to work together towards what they're doing here. That's what we need to do. We need to care about each other. And I think this is where it needs to start. Okay? Everything's going to be all right by Ben Tankard is up next. Bossa Nova plays Black Orpheus. And Brenda Russell sings Piano in the Dark right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
Here comes our second uh, to the last bit of music in this set here. It's Deep Into You by Greg Karukas and Say What by Brian Culbertson and Steve Cole and Poruna Cabeza by Sawa and the cool jazz band right here at Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch, and uh, remember, you may find the worst enemy or the best friend in yourself, and courage is the first of human qualities, because it is the quality which guarantees all the others. Take care, have a great week coming up, you hang in there, and we'll see you right here next week on the radio. (music) 